welcome to the Be Together podcast. We believe here that God did not desire for man to be alone. We are created with a need for companionship. So this gift has come to us through family and friends. Join me, Sarah, and my husband, Andrew, each week as we sit down with some of our favorite people and share our hearts on some fun and some difficult topics. Join us. Let's be together. Welcome back to the Be Together podcast. I'm so glad you're here listening today. Sorry that the schedule changed a bit. We're all adjusting to our new normal. So here we are. Um, The last 10 days have been nothing like I expected, as I'm sure you can relate. And so here we are and um, finally getting out some new episodes this week. We're hoping to bless you with two episodes to kind of do a little bit of catch up. I looked at our analytics and we currently have about 525 people who have tuned in and listened. So thank you, because I'm sure you are one or multiple of those listens. Um, And I just hope that this podcast continues to bless you. The last episode we did was episode seven and it was called Seasons of Life. And I just had God kind of been pushing and revealing to me uh, some thoughts on how to approach different seasons of life. And so I hope that it encouraged you. And if you haven't listened, I hope you will go back and give it a listen. Today's episode, episode eight, is called Now What? So we are currently finding ourselves in a time that brought very abrupt changes to our daily lives. So now what do we do? <laughs> I'm going to share my perspective with you on this time in history and how I'm coping with my new normal and how I'm approaching some of these days. And I just hope that it will offer you some encouragement and maybe give you some practical advice on how you can navigate these uncharted waters as we all adjust to our new normal. So stay tuned. Peace. Let's talk about that for a second. I have a question for you. Are you feeling peace in your heart right now? I am. I have a peace that God is in control and he's not surprised by the current state of our world with this global pandemic, COVID-19, that's currently, um, you know, making its way through all the countries, you know, across the world. I know though that it's very likely that some of you have fear right now. Um, you know, some people have lost their jobs or their hours are being cut dramatically. That's scary. Some people have to work but have nowhere for their children to go because schools are closed. Some people are just scared to be sick or scared that their loved ones are going to get sick. And so this fear is real. And so if you are feeling that right now, I want to validate you and tell you that there's a lot of reasons that you might be fearful. Um, But I do believe that God is in control. I do believe that God is not surprised by the current state of our world. Historically, if we look back over the years, either modern history or even if we look back into um, times before that, more ancient history, I mean, historically, God has brought people through suffering over and over again. Um, As we look back in history, we can see that the church actually grew the strongest in times of crisis. And so that gives me a little bit of peace a little bit of hope, and maybe it will you too. But I was listening to another podcast earlier this week. It was Heidi St. John's podcast. She is someone that I really enjoy listening to. So if you are looking for other encouraging podcasts, especially moms, but anybody, she has men and women on her podcast and it's great. So look up Heidi St. John if you're looking for 
another podcast to encourage you. But I was listening to her episode 900 this week and she interviewed a man named Dr. Jeff Myers. And one thing he said that really stuck out to me was that fear and dread are strong emotions that many people are feeling right now. And panic is the reaction to that response. And I believe that God does not want us to live in a state of panic, friends. He tells us in his word over and over again to not be afraid, to be still, and to trust. One verse that I am speaking over my family, over me, um, a lot right now is Psalms 56.3. He says, when I am afraid, I will put my trust in you. And we have to do that right now to truly um, give God the control and just to trust him. So another thing that I want to kind of just point out, and I'm sure many of you parents are aware of this, but we need to just continually be reminded. But events like this pandemic, they can be really traumatic for anyone, but especially for children who struggle to process emotions and process kind of what's real and what's not real and where there's danger and where there's not. I mean, they're still learning all of that. And so I just want to encourage you that during this time, we need to turn off the TV, turn off the news. I know we shouldn't be oblivious to what's going on around us, but we don't need it inundating our minds and our hearts all the time. Even if you don't have kids at home, even if you're an adult with adult children or you don't have kids living in your home, turn off the TV. You don't need it on all the time. That message the media is sending is one of fear and we just don't need that on our hearts all the time. Um, also, you know, put down the social media and just be really mindful when you're talking with others about what's going on. I don't believe it's necessary to shelter our children from what is going on, but we should approach it with this peaceful spirit and also remind ourselves that God is always in control and he is who we trust. And also we found in our family I know I've had conversations with my kids over the last 10 days. Use this pandemic as a reminder of wise choices. You may be thinking, well, it's too late now, but let us be reminded that times like this are some of the reasons why we always need a savings account, while we always need to have wise planning in our food and our meal supply, you know, why we always need to be wise at living within our means. You know, I've had some conversations with my kids over the past week about these things, and it's brought up good opportunities for me to teach my boys about some of these wise practices. And it's a reality for us, like it might be for you. My husband works for a company involved, I won't say what it is, but even though a lot of you know, highly with travel, okay? And travel right now is something that's taking a big hit, like many other industries, um, and so, you know, there is some emotions going on within my husband's work. There's a lot of change going on, a lot of shifting of his priorities at work. Um, and there's a lot of people in his office that are actually working a lot of extra hours right now. And so, you know, I've had to talk through that with my children. And it's I'm using it as not an opportunity for fear, but for an opportunity of explaining you know, why we always need to be wise and um, why we need to somewhat have responsible decision-making throughout all of our daily lives because the reality is here. Like many people wouldn't have predicted that in, you know, March of 2020, 
the stock market would be plummeting, people would be losing their jobs, businesses would be closing their doors. And so we're here, we're here in uncharted waters. And so we need to be reminded of wise practices. And so we've used this time to talk to our children about some of that. And like I said, I don't think it's wise to just be oblivious to the media, the news and, you know, messages that the World Health Organization and the CDC are sending. I think we need to be mindful of those. But I also don't think we need them inundating our hearts and our minds 100% of the time. So we are using this as a time to remember the verse, Psalm 56, 3, when I am afraid, I will put my trust in you. And I hope that encourages you today. All right, so I'm going to give you some... Sarah's practical advice on what we can do now that we're all stuck at home together all the time. Um, how can we capitalize on this gift of time with our loved ones? And I actually have one of my loved ones in the room right now, Colby. So we'll see how many times I have to record this segment <laughs> without stopping um, to help him. But that's okay. But here we are, uncharted waters. Colby's listening to me record. He's never listened to me record before. All right, so some practical things. Um, we want to say and we want to we want to be optimistic and say that this this time that we now have is going to be this magical bonding time where you know we're just all happy and laughing and making memories of a lifetime but the reality is that there's going to be tears there's going to be moments of yelling there may even be some really hard times while we are quarantined and we're practicing social distancing and so i have a couple of practical things that i would encourage want to encourage you guys with if you don't have kids in the home, maybe your kids are already raised or you don't have children, there are still bits and pieces, I think, from this that you will definitely be able to take um, and still apply to your life. So I'm going to apply them in the context of a family, but with kids, but yours might look a little different. But these three things I'm going to share, I think, will still uh, be encouraging for you. So moms and dads, one thing I want to say to you is you need to start each day with Jesus. You've heard it before. If you don't believe me, just try it. Start your day with some time reading God's word and praying. I'm being extra intentional to tell God each day right now what I'm thankful for because there's a lot of things that have jumped in that are making life different and harder. And so I am taking time each day to just tell God things I'm thankful for. Some people are really good at this when it comes to journaling their prayers. I tried this and it's just not something I really thrive at. But for those of you that do thrive at journaling, now is a time to really strengthen that skill and to really put that into practice. And even if you're not someone who journals like me, um, just tell God every day some things that you're thankful for. Just, you know, three to five things that you are so thankful that he is blessing you with. And that just turns your heart into one of thanksgiving instead of one of panic or fear or resentment or frustration. It just shifts that heart perspective. Also, I would get into the word of God. I would read the word of God every day. I'm trying to make sure I do that every morning um, just because it will help us focus our hearts on the good and not the hard or unexpected parts of our day or our life. And God's word is one that has um, been through difficult seasons. It's been through, you know, God has delivered his people through hard things over and over again, and we can see that in his word. And so that's the best place to go right now. So I promise you, if you start your day with God, you're going to see a difference. It doesn't mean that you're going to have a perfect day, but your perspective will be different. 
and you'll be drawing from strength that God is giving you to peacefully make it through this quarantine time. So kind of my first piece of practical advice is just to start each day with Jesus, and we should be doing that anyway, but now is a time to really put that into practice. Um, another thing that our family has been doing is we're going to, we've been using worship music to kind of set a tone in our home. Um, our church was awesome and they posted on their Facebook page, YouTube links for the songs that our boys have been learning in their kids worship time on Sunday mornings. So I've been playing those from time to time throughout our day. I noticed a dark change in attitude when worship music is playing in our home and I'm trying not to overuse it. So it just becomes background noise, but I'm trying to be intentional at certain times of the day during certain activities to just turn that on. And it brings my heart joy to hear my boys singing it, um, whether they're doing it loud and joyfully or just kind of humming along, it still brings me joy. And the words, our church is awesome. I mean, the, the music that they choose for our boys to worship is just straight scripture. And so get on YouTube, you know, get on Spotify, get on whatever, and find your favorite worship music and use it throughout your day with your family. Um, if you have a Bluetooth speaker or a way that you can play it through your TV, turn it on. And I think that you will notice kind of a difference in your family. And if you don't go to a church or you don't have regular worship music that you use, you can reach out to me and I'll share with you some of the ones that I like. Um, or just search and you'll find good worship music. Even if you have very little kids, babies or toddlers, just turning on worship music can bring joy. And it can also, like I said, just kind of calm down intense attitudes um, and just kind of shift our whole demeanor. And so I would encourage you to really try that. And another thing I want to encourage everyone with, and I'm speaking to myself too, is just to put down your phone and limit screen time. That Those things can easily become a time sucker. And if your kids, if you have them and your kids see you on them, they look at you spending your time with that instead of spending your time with them. And so you need to limit that. You need to put boundaries on yourself. You need to leave your phone in the other room. You need to put down the iPad, put down the TV, whatever it is. And if you have kids, play with them. Try some new fun activities with them. It's going to take some action on parents' part to make this time enjoyable and fun. And my friends that I've been corresponding with a lot during this quarantine know I'm not playing with my kids. I'm not entertaining them 100% of the time. I don't think that's realistic. But you're going to have to get on the floor and play with your kids. Look up some fun games you guys can play, whether they're board games. We did Pictionary with the marker board the other day. We've done puzzles. My youngest is really enjoying checkers right now, so we've been playing checkers. We played a game of family hide-and-go-seek in our house the other night. It was so much fun. Um... Find things that you can do together. Um, even if it's not 100% of the day, we got to be intentional with that time in order to make this fun for all of us. If you don't have kids at home, I still encourage you to put down your phone and your screens and make the most of this time too. We can all write letters to the people that we don't live nearby that we love and care for. Um, who doesn't love getting mail, right? We can all pick an area of our home that needs to be cleaned and tidy it up and clean because I know we all have those areas of our home. Like, let's use this time to do things that normally are really easy to just push aside or to make those excuses that we don't have time for. Um, if we put our phones and our screens down, turn off the TV, I think we'll find ourselves being a lot more useful with our time. So those are kind of some practical things. Like I said, um, just starting your day with Jesus. I would encourage you to use worship music in your home as something that can help kind of calm everybody's spirits and get people a little bit more peace. And then also put down your phones and limit your screen time. Uh, it's something that will easily suck up a bunch of your day if you let it.
as a believer, I think that we are all part of the body of Christ. And I truly think that during this season of change in our normal pace, this is a the church's time to shine. The doors of our church buildings may be closed, but the church is a body of people and not a building. And I think that God has big plans to use this as a time to shine. I've already seen through social media some of the amazing things that believers are doing and, and just people in the world are doing for each other right now. And so I want to encourage you during this time to look for chances to show God's love to the people around you. This is our time to shine. God wants us to use this time in history to strengthen us and not weaken us. So do something for others. I know some examples. There was a church in our community that literally did a drive-through like goods donation type. Like you could drive through their parking lot and they would just give you goods that you needed. No questions asked. Toilet paper, paper towels, canned goods. I mean, they had so many things. No questions asked. You could literally just drive. They had certain designated times. You could just drive up to the church and they would give people things that they need. That, my friends, is being the hands and feet of Jesus. Um, you know, I've seen people handwriting letters to their neighbors and leaving their contact information and letting them know that they can help get any supplies or if they just need someone to talk to, they can call them. And I just think that's awesome. That is being, you know, the hands and feet of Jesus. That is loving your neighbor. Um, and so I would encourage you to pray and ask God how you can show his love to the people around you. Maybe you don't have a church community that's doing something like that. But if you pray and ask God to use you to bless others, he will. And just having that at the forefront of your mind, seeking out those opportunities, the possibilities are endless. God is going to put you at the right place at the right time to do something. He's going to nudge you and you're going to do it. And so I pray that you will seek that out with your kids and you too, just as an adult. Um, Maybe, you know, you can pay for someone's drink at the drive-thru or maybe you can pray for a neighbor who has lost his job or his hours have been cut. Um, the possibilities are really endless here. And I think that God wants to use us all. If you're someone that's suffering a lot right now because of these current circumstances, maybe you are the person whose hours have been cut. Maybe you don't have the supplies that you need right now. I pray that, I pray that God will put somebody in your life to help you receive what you need. And even as a person who's suffering right now, you can still pray for others too. You're not alone in this. There's other people that are suffering. And I just hope that you'll seek out that spirit of God, how can you use me? Even if you're in difficult circumstances. Um, but if you have a heart that's praying that and looking for those opportunities, I promise you that God is going to present them to you and let your kids join in on that too. Let them bless others with you. You know, we need to live to bless. That's something my mom and dad's home church always says. And it just brings me so much happiness to see that because it's so true. And this is a time to shine. This is a time where we can truly, truly do that. And it's blessed my heart so much to see uh, people in the body of Christ that are already doing this. But I would encourage you to let this be the time that God uses for his people to shine um, and not to recoil and not to live in fear and not to panic, but find ways to bless others. And everybody's circumstances, everybody's position, everybody's financial you know, place is different. And so it's going to look different for all of us. 
but seek it out. And if you don't know what to do, like I said, pray because God will show you. He will present you with opportunities during this time. And always, like I said earlier, we should always be doing this, but I feel like this is the perfect opportunity to capitalize and to really get into um, a spirit that's ready to do this, to be the hands and feet of Jesus and live to bless others. I want to close out today by saying one more thing. And I just want to, I want to put this idea in your mind and, and let you kind of dwell on it a little bit, but I do not think it is wise for us to assume that life is going to be back to normal in just a couple weeks. We don't know. God is in control of all of this and his timing is unknown. So let God be in control. Release the schedule to him. And let me tell you, I am totally talking to myself right now because you guys know our episode one was all on routines and uh, schedules and this is hard and so I'm talking to myself here but it's important for us to all remember let the schedule go we've got to trust him that in his time he will uh, grow us stretch us and and use you know this time so it's been hard to know you know that for example, one of my sons was just getting ready to start soccer and now that's all on hold or canceled. Things are going to be different for the rest of 2020, even after the quarantine is over. And so I don't think it's wise to just think life's going to just poof, go back to normal. Don't plan, you know, that your kids are going to be back in school in a couple weeks. We don't know. We need to remember that it's okay to not know. If we're truly following Psalms 56.3 that I read to you earlier, when I'm afraid I will put my trust in you, then we have to trust that he's going to take care of us. He's going to take care of our schedule. And we need to wake up and pray each day that he'll guide us on how to use this day responsibly and how to use it to grow our families closer to God. I would love for you to comment and share some of the practical advice on how your family is thriving and not merely surviving during this time. Um, I want to leave you with one more verse before we close out today in that 2 Timothy 1.7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And let's use God's power. Let's use God's love. And let's use his sound mind, his wisdom that we can turn to in this time to thrive. Um, thank you for listening. I hope you're encouraged. I hope you'll join us later this week because we're going to put out another episode. Episode 9 will be coming at you. But um, anyway... Thank you for listening. I'm praying for you all. I really am. I'm praying for your families. I'm praying for your circumstances. If you need prayer, feel free to reach out. You can email us at B, the letter B, togetherpodcast at gmail.com. Um, if you want to comment on social media and just let us know some of the ways that your family's thriving and, and um, growing at this time with some of the practical pieces of advice that you can offer we would love to hear them and I think other people would appreciate it too so please comment if you have those ideas um, and reach out to us if you want prayer because we are happy to do that for you so thanks for listening thanks for joining us join us on episode nine when we're gonna be together again thanks guys